What is shaking out there to the uh, squad and the crew? Welcome to another Ghost and Clover podcast. Powered by our good friends over at European American Armory. Can't talk a whole lot about uh, something today, but you might want to pay attention tomorrow for sure uh, with uh, uh, EAA in mind. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we'll talk about them here shortly. It is uh, the 1st of October, October 1. October is here, Halloween month. Pretty awesome of uh, 2023. And want to uh, thank, of course, uh, on behalf of Ghost and myself, all the Patreon patrons, the YouTube channel members. Uh, we are proud members also of... Uh, respectively ghost at the uh, self-defense radio network and myself uh firearms radio network and uh yeah gonna get uh ghost in here get this thing uh, kicked off you never know what the topics might be but a little later on uh, if you're filing in live if you're chiming in you get an opportunity to pick uh you, you may have an opportunity let's just say to choose the last topic of the evening we certainly don't know what topics each other have planned so uh just adds to the fun but anyway get your butt in here ghost what's up man what's up how are you doing i am uh honestly i'm tired i don't know what's going on but i i'm no longer a night owl for some reason i am still a night owl i always have been and I probably always will be but uh yeah i don't go to bed between 12 and 1 yeah every night and wake up at about oh five so right right you know well but, but, you but, know uh, yeah. i'm one of those people that like if i get more than like five hours of sleep i feel like just i don't know i feel crappy the next day i don't know why right um i um yeah i mean even if i go to bed late i'm not gonna say that i'm not a night owl i mean i certainly am not up till two and three in the morning uh, it doesn't seem like for the most part, but man, I'm up. I mean, not as early as you, but for whatever reason, I'm something like seven thirty this morning. I, I just, you know, I can sleep until nine or so if I wanted to, but I, for whatever reason, my body's just like, like screw it, like an hour or two before the, you know, alarm goes off. So I'm, I'm a little bit concerned when the time changes or whatever, how that's going to is that going to screw me up? Is that going to affect me? I don't know. I mean, we're, we'll see here, uh, right. what, in a few weeks, I think, or so. Uh, November 5th, so yeah. about a month. About a yeah. month, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in time for Tulsa. <laughs> Chase says, we were both night owls in, in Kansas. I think everybody was a night owl in Kansas, so. It's a little bit different when you, got, when you got stuff going on like that. Much different yeah. situation. You know, for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of Kansas, TriggerCon was fun. We both got back and, and survived that. Yeah. And uh, got, a, uh, got a lot accomplished, I think. A lot happened. That was, it was pretty crazy. Um, what came out of there for it be, to be such a, you know, a smaller yeah. event? I wasn't really sure what. To, you know, I was I was looking forward to going, but I wasn't sure what to expect going into it. I was like, okay, let's make the best of this and all that. Get there, and Friday afternoon, I was like, uh oh. Um, I remember remember telling people, I was like, we might be making history. We might be seeing the last Jurgen because there was like nobody there. And then it started picking up a little bit, and then Saturday was busy. And, and to be honest with you, by the end, of, I thought the range day was phenomenal. Um. Oh, yeah. By the end of it, I think we were all, me, you, and TJ were riding the bus back to the uh, casino from the range, and I think we were all like, you know what? That was a pretty good weekend. Like, I, I enjoyed TriggerCon, so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of TriggerCon, um, that was going to be my first topic tonight, um, is, yeah, um, the show was good. We got to see a lot of cool stuff, you know, uh, got to talk to a lot of friends and a lot of new people. Um but I was talking about range day, um, and we both put out range kind of compilation videos out there, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some of the best things that, that we shot um, at range day. What are some of the products that kind of stick out in your mind from range day? You know, uh, one thing I want to mention, and, and I like to do this at shows because, uh, you know, when we go, 
because everybody focuses, it seems like, on the firearms and, you know, uh, the accessories, I guess, that you hang on hang on or bolt to a firearm type thing. Yeah. Tell you one thing that I was I was super impressed with was those loading blocks, those magazine loaders, uh, gun, nuts. gun gun nuts, gun nuts. yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, and they were they were giving them to the uh, to the booths or the the exhibitors there at Range Day, and I can't tell you the number of exhibitors that were blown away, like saving their fingers and what have sure. you. Um, a very cool little device uh, is it ne- are they necessary of course they're not i mean you could wear your thumbs out and whatever it load but um you know i did play around with them extensively and so uh you know shout out for sure to those uh those guys at gun nuts and that that particular uh little product it's uh it's a neat product i think if you got somebody that has dexterity issues you know um, you know a lady you know older person for sure, something like that. Or if you just want to just do a lot of magazine loading and you want to save uh, the extra wear and tear and stress on your fingers and your and your hands, uh, right. I think that could be a, a cool little product. Yeah. Um, I noticed several of the booze using one. And I think I saw, I think you, you brought one home, I think maybe uh, Saturday from the show. And uh, you're showing it to me. And I had seen it, but I, I didn't pay much attention to it. Um, but yeah, I, I did. I did notice uh, several of the booze using it, and, and like you said, if you, when you're having to load magazines for a range day, you're going to try to use anything and everything available to you to right. save your thumbs and everything else for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah but yeah, as far as as far as firearms or accessories or things that you actually got to use at the range, does anything stick out in your mind that says, you know, that was pretty cool? Yeah, the. Um you know, me, the shotgun, being able to, um, being able to be the only one basically at range day to shoot that Spandau, uh, well, they call that one. It's the trap, but it's not the, um, not the high end one. It's the, the, <laughs> I want to say budget friendly, but, um, the high end one was the one with the blue receiver and, you know, all that crazy yeah. stuff. Forgot what they called that one now. Uh, the, the Spandau. I don't know. You had a Dang video it. come up earlier today. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely in the video that dropped, uh, yeah, about, uh, what, two hours ago or so now. Um, like the competition or Spandau, Spandau standard, competition standard, maybe is what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more of that later, I can tell you that. But right now, I did, whatever. If you've seen the Range Day video or the video that dropped earlier today, the over-under shotgun that's in that video. Um, yeah. I, I really liked, really cool. um, over SDS, I, I really liked the uh, Tokarev bullpup shotgun. The American flag was pretty cool. But I think we both highly enjoyed I was hesitant, and you jumped right in and said, you got to shoot this. The uh, suppressed shotgun. That <laughs> was pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That was fun yeah. to shoot. That'll make you giggle for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'd tell you yeah. one of the coolest things I shot, and I shot many 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 strybogs but they had the uh, a3g uh the 16 inch uh a3g and i really enjoyed that uh, a lot it really was a uh, a good shooter uh-huh. so i i enjoy shooting that one uh there was a bunch of things obviously um the um radical defense I enjoyed shooting their DMR. Uh, that oh, was a really, really good shooter. Yeah. Really, really nice feeling. Uh, Snobs of the Spandau Premier? Maybe. I think the Premier is the... I think that's the high dollar one, though, I want to say. Okay. The yeah. Premier competition. I think this was like the standard competition or something. Um, yeah, I mean, talking about uh, you know being over there at, at the uh, Global Booth with the uh, the grand power stuff and everything else yeah. was, uh, yeah. that, uh, Strybok 22. Yeah. And of course, like so many importers that we know, uh, you know, they're having heck with our illustrious, wonderful government. You know, we love you big brother, right? Uh, yeah. but eventually, eventually they'll get those in the country. I hope, um, 
because that was that was a fun one. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I was talking with Cat a few days ago about getting me that A3G, and she said, you know, blah blah blah. She said it might be anywhere from three weeks to two months. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, really? She goes. Yeah, it's just import stuff. And I was like, I understand. Yeah. It's been going on a lot. And it's really so if, if you're out there and you're working, you're trying to look for a gun uh, that's imported and you know it should be around, but you can't find them anywhere, please, 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 no matter which company, which importer it is, don't blame the importer because right now our uh, illustrious government and the bureaucracy that is, uh, has about ninety eight percent to do with that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, at least don't jump to an assumption or whatever. Yeah. right. Like until contact you know. them, let them find out, and yeah, and all that. Yeah. And if you can't get a hold of anyone, find one of your favorite creators because there's a good chance that one of us knows that company, and we could probably tell you the inside scoop of what's really going on. Yeah, but don't just go ahead and start blaming. Um, blaming yep. companies and all that because there's a lot going on right now that's um it's not it's it's not fair to a lot of other companies as well so right but yeah i want to tell a story real quick we told it on my show a little bit last week but uh, one of the coolest things about the range day and you and i were sitting there in the in the quote-unquote media tent um which was literally a pop-up tent with a table two chairs and an empty ice cooler uh but hey it's that's that's you know, we'll talk about that later. Uh, I saw one of the coolest things, and I had a little moment there, and, and um, the Barrett line was there. And it was a long, long line <clears throat> to shoot the Barrett. And mostly everyone wants to shoot the 50 cal, obviously. Long line. And this one guy comes out, and he's got a smile from ear to ear. They gave him his brass after he shot the 50s. We got to keep that and walk home with that. And he just had this, like, just genuine, happy smile. And he walks over to his friend and is showing his buddy um, the brass and, and, and just jumping up and down and having fun. And, you know, it came to me that we were sitting there. I, I wouldn't say we. I know I was. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. I was sitting around, com not complaining, but a little bewitched that we had to, there, there was a couple of booze that I needed to get to before we left that had decent long lines and, and all of that. And we get to shoot all these cool things. And I would say, I mean, I don't know, Clover, what do you think? At least half the firearms that were at the range, they were suppressed. So, uh, it was a little oh, suppressed yeah. best almost, which is great, oh, yeah. but we get to shoot this stuff all the time. And, uh, luckily doing what we do, we get to go to some really cool private range days and stuff like that. And, you know, I sit there and I said, you know, I think not, I mean, I'm not, I, I do, and I think a lot of people do take uh, for granted the cool stuff that we get to shoot all the time with these range days, these events and all that. And it's, it made me think because, you know, this guy, it, that might be this guy's only, you know, his first range day he's ever been to. It might be the only one he ever goes to. And for him to have the opportunity to possibly shoot a Barrett 50 cal for the first time and only time in his life, um, and to see that at an event, it's, it's kind of cool. It, it makes it makes you just kind of appreciate um, what we get to do quite frequently, Clove. That um, you know, um, not saying take it for granted, but sometimes we take it for granted almost. And it's like, man, that's you know, it's, it's pretty cool to see some guy. Yeah, I mean, how shoot a fifty cal maybe for the only time in his life, you know. Before you know, before that happened, I can remember we were sitting there. So the that that ha you know the, what you're talking about occurred just before you had that epiphany because we we yeah. sat down and literally the Barrett line it was in on the second floor of this uh, building, right? Yeah, Barrett was. So it went it went all the way we weaved all the way up the stairs to the second floor, yeah. and then was another easily 25, 30 yards worth of line. Um, yep. after that and moving very very slow and very i actually slow. made a statement and we were talking about that before that happened that there's no yeah. uh, we're not going to bear it like uh, ain't no yeah. creator gonna stand in that kind of line you know blah 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 no, i'm not gonna wait then, half an hour for one shot <laughs> right <laughs> and then what you're talking about happens um 
but yeah, totally from the from the kids that were allowed to be on there. I mean, I've seen you know ages. Yeah. I can't say for sure. You know, I got to think. You know what preteen age? Not I didn't see any itty bitty kids, but you know I would say I saw like a ten eleven year old probably yeah. once. And he yeah. the cool thing about that one is, um, I don't know how many he had, but he had a um a bag like a it wasn't a crown royal bag, but it was kind of one of those kind of pouches, you know, the little drawstring. And he was showing his dad all the brass, and I guess he was taking brass from every gun that he shot that day and i thought that that's kind of cool you know? kids keep them yeah. brass you know put it a little shadow box or something maybe that could be yeah neat. you know um, kind of a true kind of range days yeah it was kind of cool you know speaking of, of suppressed i'm glad you went there because that's one of those one of the things i was going to mention is that there was so much that was suppressed and we actually yeah. had this conversation i think privately but you know one of the things that um is is i'm a little bit jealous about um a lot of the cans now obviously the the booths that they had their own cans uh they were running their own cans but the exhibitors that did not build suppressors they weren't manufacturers almost every yep. one of them were in dead air were they not and, yep. yeah and especially in on all the rim fire that dead air mask and i'm like oh i want a dead air mask so bad like yeah. i gotta get with b team and we, we gotta get we gotta get that hooked up because we gotta uh, get b team yeah <sighs> The mask is such a sweet 22 suppressor, and it, it's obvious. It was so glaringly obvious how good Dead Air has to be to be in so many of the booths there at Rain Day. Yeah. Uh, now, Slav out there was one to know: Did they people have to pay to shoot? Was it free? I, I I don't know. It was obviously free for media. I would have to. Uh, I would have it was to included believe the that there was. Yeah, but if, if you didn't go, if you didn't go to the show, it probably was some kind of a fee. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you didn't go to the show, I don't know that you. I, I think you would have had to have registered to go to the show, whether you went or oh, not. You couldn't just pay when you get there, or not. I didn't know if you could or not. Yeah, I, I don't think you couldn't pay at the range. I don't think right because they were just yeah. dropping. I, I didn't off see the anybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it would have to have been a ticket package, I would assume. For the for the show for the general public, yeah. either you you do the one day, the two day show uh, show floor, or maybe there was a I, I don't know I can't tell you, but I've got to assume there was some type of, of packages available probably for general public. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, as Clover mentioned, this episode is powered by EAA and European American Army. And as he also mentioned, there is something that we cannot talk about today. But tomorrow, bright and early, maybe even before the sun comes up, you might start seeing some videos and some announcements uh, on EAACorp.com uh, and on mine and Clover's and maybe a couple other channels. But one thing that we can talk about is something that we both got in the last couple of days, and the, the, the wait was definitely worth it. Oh, I haven't got mine yet. So, oh, you, you know, have not gotten um, yours yet. So Mike, oh, Mike out up. there, I know what you're fixing to say. And Mike out there yeah. said he was jealous. And I'm thinking, well, I am a little bit too. No, mine, when I went to the gun shop, now don't get me wrong, I picked up several from the gun shop Saturday. It was that good of a yeah. trigger con, like we talked about. But, right. Um, the, um, um, the one you're about to talk about, it had not come in off the, uh, off the truck just yet. So, uh, hopefully I will pick that up Tuesday. I'm, I'm hoping, but anyway, well, we get it. We get it. We get a call Thursday saying there might be something headed towards our way. And sure enough, Friday afternoon, I get a call from my gun shop saying, you've got something here. And I said, well, which one is it? You know, I was expecting, I mean, I, I wasn't expecting that day, but I am expecting several things. And I said, which one is it? And he said, um, it looks like a, a double stack 1911. I was like, oh, baby, 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 baby. Um, so. Can only be one thing. Can be one thing. The, the Gerson, EAA Gerson Witness 2311 is. Oh, yeah. It is here. The uh, carry? Is, is that the carry or the compact? It is. It's the C. It's the C. Yeah. The C. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is. Um, I put a little short up today, just kind of overlooking it and all that. It is, it is 
Awesome. I like you racked yours from the optic with one hand, uh -huh. and I'm thinking, oh my god, like that's. I can't wait to to feel the slide and the everything on it. Oh, it's for you it's to be butter, able to. Man. For you to be able to do that as easily as you did it in that short, it's like, oh yeah. my god! And I'm not surprised, but I was like, oh yeah. my god! No, now, did yours it, did yours come with an optic, or did you put that did. optic on it? It did. No, that's the optic that comes on. Nice. With, okay. Now I got the match. I'm not sure uh, if you're getting the match or the ops. I got the match, which is uh, without the accessory rail. But the cool thing is, um, I think it's the coolest part. Yeah, the gun itself is badass. ATF got serial number one. Clover and I got serial number two and three. That's pretty amazing. Uh, the guy, the, the the guy at the gun shop, he pulls up and he's like, he's like, hey man. He's like, yeah, and he goes, he's writing down his thing and all that, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, is this serial number three? And I was like, yeah. Yep. He's like, like yep. three, and I was yeah. like, yeah. He's like, holy, I've never seen a serial number that low. And I was like, yeah, the ATF got number one, and me and a buddy of mine got two and three, and uh, so I think I'm going to name mine the Intimidator, like Dale Earnhardt, number three. Um, I just I, it it was it was pretty cool. I was like, "Holy cow!" You know, yeah, we got your number that third production model ever of that gun is sitting in my house, and you're gonna have you know, number two. It's kind of interesting. You got three. Three is Trey. Your name is Trey. It just works. I want. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Wow, I'm not that smart. Right, right. I just thought about that. It just hit me that. Like, yeah. Isn't that kind of neat? <laughs> yeah. Slav, Slav out there says your tripod request fell through the cracks. Just saw it. You'll have it within two weeks. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you very much. Um, there you go. Um, we'll talk off of air. Yeah, I, I, I have not shot it yet. I mean, I've shot the 2311 many, many times uh, over the last year. But I haven't shot this one yet. Um, but... Um, man, I tell you what, just dry firing that trigger. Like I said, that slide is unreal. I mean, it, it, everything about that gun is damn near perfect. It really is. It, it is incredible. So if it's, it's going to be fun to shoot that. If it's basically any other of the 1911s, just double stack, then yeah, it's it's tight without a doubt. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. you guys are talking about a double stack nineteen eleven for that price. I mean, this is this is the one that everyone hey raise hell, praise Dale. That's right. That's the raise hell, praise Dale three. Um it's it's unbelievable. It really is. And like I said, we we've been lucky to shoot the twenty three eleven several times. Yeah. And Mike Man. out there has got a lot of questions, and so you're going to have to just he put does. it on the back burner does for a little while, Mike. Mags? Like, it like he, literally, he literally picked it up like yesterday, and I haven't even picked mine up yet. So, like, yeah, so standby uh, for the standby. Yeah. yeah, chill just a little bit, bro. I mean, I think I've got in, in, the, in, in a few different range settings where I've been able to shoot one of the, um, you know, um, prototype models and stuff that they've had at range days. I mean, I've shot probably what 20 rounds total, um, maybe 30 rounds total. It, it's really hard to kind of give you an idea. Um, is it better than a staccato? You're talking to a person that doesn't think that staccato is all that it's built up to be. So that could be a dangerous yeah. question. I think um, staccato I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not at all, but I don't think that they are the bee's knees either. I feel like staccato is the Springfield, basically, of the of the 1911 world in that staccato really does vomit stuff to a lot of big-time creators to get try to get clout. And so... Yeah. Um, I mean, they're good guns, but they are definitely not... Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I liked staccato better before they were staccato, I think, quite honestly. When they were, when they were like, not well-known, you mean? You know, like STI. Yeah, but I mean, but like before they were like really well known. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's, that's like okay. Got, it seems like they got they got bigger. It's like I, you know, all of a sudden now everybody everybody fanboys out over them, and it's I don't know. It's just it's strange. No, I understand. I understand. 
but yeah, like I said, uh, thank you to uh, European and American Army, EAA Corporation. Uh, like I said, tomorrow morning, bright and early, when you first wake up, there is a new product that no one knows about. Um, well, some of us know about, but we're under NDA. Um, but I've got a feeling no, that they, I've got a feeling that they didn't even tell Omar because had they told Omar, everybody would know by now. So, well, you didn't hear the story. Oh, you didn't hear the story. Apparently not. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it was Omar's fault this time, but there was a publication that ran an article about it like Friday afternoon. Oh, well, of, it was definitely Omar's fault then. <laughs> um, it's always Omar's fault. So, and uh, that's so, okay. Yeah. I hear he's going to shot twenty four, and he will pay Great. for all of those mistakes. Come shot yes, twenty four, uh, the yeah, target has so, been uh, set. He's been weighed. He's been measured. He's been found wanting. And uh, he's been found wanting. That's right. right. Yeah, go check out eaacorp.com or in any and all of their social medias in the morning. You will have a big announcement, and go follow mine and Clover's. I, I don't know. Are there other people that are involved in the NDA uh, sure. content creators? I'm sure there are. Go check out some of your favorite, and, and, and you'll start seeing some videos tomorrow morning from us uh, on a new I'll gun. I'll drop that it is, 7 Eastern. I think, I think mine's dropping at 8 Eastern. Yeah. Well, there you go. So. Good deal. Um, so tomorrow morning, you'll be able to see the new gun that we've had an opportunity to work with and, and all that. We get to be part of the, the launch, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. Um, all right, Clove, you got, uh, your topic, bud, man, you're killing me. Um, well, I'll, I'll give you a few, I'll, I'll give you a few seconds to think about it. Observer went out there. says the Gerson 2011 dropping. I love my Gerson 1911. Uh, the 2311, uh, I picked mine up at the gun shop yesterday. Clover will probably pick us up maybe tomorrow. Uh, the first batch have um, been shipped to some of the distributors and all that. So you should start in the next week or so, start seeing them available. The Witness 2311, and it is beautiful. So uh, Chase out there, by the way. Yep. Uh, yep. Thank you, says, for that. Uh, he says same mags as staccato STI pattern. So there you go for those that were asking, and Chase would definitely know. Um, would you know what? I came into this. I came into this saying that I wanted to talk trigger con as well. Uh, oh yeah, was, because we okay. had a we had a we had a panel obviously on your show Tuesday. Uh, it went down some rabbit holes. It did some other things. You know that I like to hear myself talk, and I didn't get to hear myself talk nearly as much as I thought I should have on Tuesday. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take the opportunity, and I'm not going to. We're not going to go the the range day route, but I'm going to talk show floor route. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And um, just a few of the a few of the things. Uh, you know, we can talk about things we've seen. We can talk about. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, hanging out to other creators, you know, whatever it might be. Um, mm -hmm. You know, one of the, the first things um, that I had heard, we got back and I uh, heard, <laughs> heard from one, one person uh, that uh, that was there. And they said, man, like all the gun tubers were there. And I'm, thought, I'm thinking, oh, really? um, <laughs> it was, that was my thoughts. It was like, really? Because, uh, no, they weren't. Um, how many do you all, have? All the important ones were there, though. Let's just be honest. This is true. All the ones that matter were there. That's right. Um, <laughs> how many do you think, seriously, how many media do you think were there? Like, was there even a hundred? I, I don't think so. I, 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 I don't know. Between 50 and 70, probably at the most. Yeah, I don't think um, I don't think it was triple digits. I really don't. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, but I will say this, um, as far as being MIDI at TriggerCon, it was pretty nice. Um, you could get in and out. You could you could have a conversation. You get your filming done. Uh, there was a crowd, but not a huge enough crowd, and a high, very, very high ceiling in that arena. The echoes were not an issue to where audio was it was decent at a show. Lighting um, sucked because of that. Though. Lighting was terrible. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 
like I said, as the weekend went on, I, I started enjoying it more and more and more. Um, I don't know how many vendors were there. I, I, let's say roughly a hundred or so, maybe a bit more. But um, I, I, I and I went by all of them. I didn't stop at all of them. I stopped at probably three fourths of them and had a conversation with people. Um, and I get to meet some new cool people, new new brands that I hadn't hadn't ever talked to before. So uh, yeah, I were uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I like I said when I when we got doing that weekend, we were in the bus heading back to the casino and. I I really enjoy. It. I was I was like I'm definitely you know I'll definitely come back to this you know. Yeah, um, well you know I got lost that first night. We got there on a on a Thursday, and um, you know I finally I finally show up outside in a little smoking area, and you were out there, and of course tactical considerations and fit and fire and and uh, snob and uh, all of them were out there, and. Uh, the, the reason I was running late is uh, we kind of sat down on the end of the table at the dinner there with, uh, oh, several fo- folks, you know, Smash Time and and uh, uh, Mark, Pit and, Pit and Fire Mark, and, yeah, Dan, the Fire guy. And so I had never, except for in some passing, right, uh, yeah. the Fire guy, I'd never really, you know, had any type of conversation with him. And honestly, he was, him and Mark were gabbing. A yeah. lot at that dinner. We're talking fit and fire for those. It's tough when we talk about this, and the and we're talking about this, and the viewers out there, the listeners are listening because we say Mark or we say Mike or we say whoever. It's like who are they talking about? Um, but uh, I'll try to correct myself <laughs> if I go down that road. But anyway, he cornered me uh, as I was leaving it there in the casino, and, and we had a great conversation for a while. Uh, and I'd never, like I said, other than just in passing, Hey man, what's up? You know, how are you? You know, that type of thing. Uh, so there's something to be said about, um, there's something to be said about event. Now I don't like, uh, I don't like it when we go to events or I don't like events that are specifically set up to produce no, um, no return. Right, yeah. like events that are set up to just hang out, and I really don't like it when quote unquote creators or influencers go to these events with that purpose as their ultimate goal. Like, what'd you accomplish? Oh, I got to run around and hang out with so and so. Well, that that ain't accomplishing nothing. Like, let me let me ask the question again. Right. Um, however, when you have the after events, right, or in this case, it was the night before. Uh, where you get to talk to each other and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Because we, we've said it before, and I'll say it again. The, the, the viewers and the listeners out there, you guys and gals get so fooled by so many people, right? Both ways. Yeah. That yeah. you see folks online and you think, oh, man, they're so cool and they're just absolute D-bags <laughs> in real life. Uh, and then the, same, the opposite can be true, right? I don't that, appreciate you talking about me like that. Right, exactly. No, I guarantee you, with Ghost, what you see is what you're going to get. Um, <laughs> unless you get him drunk, and then you're going to see something way crazy. But anyway, fun. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But um, it works the opposite way, too, where you see somebody, yeah. you know, oh, I don't like so I don't watch their videos. They're, you know, they're blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're the nicest people. You yeah. could never want to meet, right? And so yeah. it's that it's that Hollywood perception and a Hollywood effect. You know, it's the same way. How many how many actors do you hear that about, right? That have you for years? I know I've met over the years quite a few actors, and yeah, uh, some of them super popular that are just absolute horrible people, and some that are sure. not really liked in the Hollywood circles and by you know a lot of the folks out there um, because of you know maybe characters they portray on TV or whatever it might be, or, yeah. you know, or on the big screen, but then are the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. I mean, walking down the street, yeah. just everyday people. Right. And, um, that, that same kind of rule I think applies. And so that's where it's really cool is to, um, it's to really get a, to meet these folks and, and get a feel yeah. of, of who's, I guess who's real and who's not. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. And we uh, deviated we, again. <laughs> we, yeah, we were going to talk about the show for it. We got more off on the creator side, but you know what? Yeah. It's our show. We can do what we want. That's right. 
Now, mandatory carry ass out there when I was when I'm planning on doing a collab with Mark and, and Mark and I've been talking about doing class for three or four years at Range Day at Shot Show and stuff. It just never seems to work out. But he and I had a really good. Well, it wasn't just me; it was several of us. But we had a, a probably an hour long conversation. Uh, Mark just bought some property up in Wyoming, and that's something I'd love to be interested in doing one day. Is I love Wyoming. We talked about that. Then we started talking about, you know, we're both into the long range stuff now and all of that. And the conversation ended up going, hey, hey, like, why don't you go to Wyoming sometime? We're going to be up there because he doesn't live up there full time. He's still um, developing it and all of that. But uh, he says, why don't we go up there sometime and we'll shoot some cool stuff because he's backs up to BLM. He's got plenty of property to shoot. Oh, his long dad has to. his dad has one of, if not the most amazing collection of firearms like ever exists. Yeah. Seriously. And a lot uh, of fun so, stuff. They give you a rash, ghost. Ah, but, but cool but no, stuff for real. Going to Wyoming with fit and fire and, and just shooting really cool stuff uh and hanging out in Wyoming and all that. And th- there's some possibilities that we and I he and I um you know he and I started talking quite a bit back and forth in the last year or two and he's Mark's a really, really super great guy. Uh, really genuine, really down to earth, really kind of a caring guy. Um, but yeah, uh, the collab with Mark will probably that, that could happen uh, up in Wyoming, which I think would be really fun to do up there, especially if it's cold. Uh, there's really kind of some cool stuff we could do in the cold weather with uh, long range stuff, you know. Uh, let's get back to the show, though. Uh, we, we did, we yeah, did, you know, all the floor, did where you, you ever. To. So, did you ever play around with the piece of plastic that goes on the pistol? Negative. With what the? I didn't even want to stop by. I didn't want to even be seen, just in case someone was filming and I was in front of that booth. I didn't want any part of <laughs> right. that product. Right. I think Jay uh, didn't, didn't Reese Fire and Blog. Did he? He, I think he did a video on it. If you want to check, yeah, that James out, James did it, and it, it, I think he started out the the video going. I'm not saying this is legal. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying this is illegal. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not I'm saying it's bad. I'm saying I'm just doing a video showing that this is something here, and you guys make your mind up. <laughs> but he can yeah. tell even from the beginning he wasn't too sure if he wanted to touch the thing, you know. <laughs> right, right. But of course, he was going around. I have been seeing a lot of stuff pop up. You know, from uh, it's it's a different channel that their stuff from the shows is on, and I can't remember the channel, but it's TFB shows or TFB events or something. And uh, um, I'm not real sure they didn't cover every single booth there. So uh, yeah, kudos no. to the work ethic, I guess, for that. But uh, yeah, it well, was James, James was, was everywhere. Yeah, um, and, and and yeah, he he. I mean, here's the thing: you can say what you want to about you know the firearm blog and and, and all of that. Uh, he's one of those people that when I first started kind of watching or at least knowing the firearm blog years ago, I was like, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Right. And then you're around them. And I, I haven't had, I'm, I have not had a, a long conversation with him. I've had a brief conversation with him at shot show a couple of years ago, but I can watch him work and, I can respect the work ethic. There's a reason why uh, everything seems to work out. Good things happen to people that bust their tail. Uh, he's very genuine, um, yeah. very, very genuine. A, a guy came up to him and another creator, actually. Another creator came up and um, thanked him. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what he did for him. I, I, I never caught that. He's, a, he's like, hey, I'm blah 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 with so and so and so and so and he goes i really want to thank you for for helping me out i really do appreciate it and he looked at him and he shook his hand and he looked him straight in the eye and said i'm happy to help anyone that deserves it and i thought that was pretty genuine that was pretty nice so um i don't know that i don't know james personally I and mean, like i said i've had a quick conversation you know this that and the other but yeah. i can tell you that watching him work he's a professional he's a pro yeah. Uh, and he seems pretty genuine. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, he was, he was, he was everywhere, and uh, doing a good job covering the show. Yep. Now, as far as going into this, what was your um, sort of? You know, let me back it up. Normally, we go into shows, and and we'll talk about this later on. I'm sure as we get you know, sure. start preparing for shot show and all of that. But we have our to-do list. We have the things we want to get done and the things we want to accomplish. And then inevitably, this is just a part of going and making these events. So if you're a creator, aspiring creator, you're looking to turn on the camera. By the way, 
do that, uh, make these events. Uh, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. But you get there, and like after the first day, your list is out of the it's out of the window. It's on fire. The holes all yeah. in it. Like yeah, you you got to bob and weave and, and improvise, adapt, and overcome. But um, um, are there things? There's always regrets when we get home because sure. of that. Because your your game plan inevitably falls apart, but just because sure. it's unexpected and all the crazy things that can happen. Um, are there any regrets? Did you get home and you thought, "Man, I didn't talk to that person, or I didn't do this, or I didn't do this video, or is there anything uh, like that 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 you went through once you got home?" Not one, and I, and I think one of the reasons why was there wasn't a ton of of, of vendors there. It was a swollen of show that you could go through that show 10 times over the weekend, 20 times over the weekend if you wanted to. So it's one of those things where it wasn't like you had to bust tail just to try to see a third of the show. You could see the show 10 times a day, literally walk the entire show 10 times in a day if you wanted to. And um, so, no, I, I never I don't have any regrets at all because I, I think everyone that I wanted to talk to, not only did I talk to, but I had very fruitful conversations and, and, and long conversations, not just the elevator speech uh, because it wasn't that big and there wasn't a, there, there wasn't a, an enormous amount of people and all of that. So no, I, I do not have any regrets. As a matter of fact, I am overly pleased with how the weekend went. I was like, I, like I said, I went into TrueCon with zero expectations. I didn't have a game plan. I didn't know how what was going to, to be. Uh, but I have no regrets, uh, not even one little letter. Yeah, you know, I tend to, I tend to feel the same way. I think. Um, I thought for a second there, I thought, wow, I, um, I really missed an opportunity, and I kind of felt bad because of Rob Squared, the two Robs with Lionheart. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I paid them enough attention. Uh, and of course, they're they're friends of ours. We've known them for a while and yeah, whatnot, and yeah. they're and they're doing a great. The Vulcan is freaking amazing. The they're doing Vulcan great is work. pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and um, I just didn't feel like I gave them enough of my time on the show floor and whatever. Um, and so that was something that bugged me in the back of my mind for some reason. And then I realized we spent some pretty quality time with them. Maybe more quality time with them than anybody else other than EAA. <laughs> yeah. at, at range day and we yeah, actually sure. talked feedback we talked yep uh vulcan they what me, we they, like they taught me how to shoot like. an optic on a handgun <laughs> <laughs> this is this is true this is true um but yeah we actually talked they you know asked for feedback we gave them some feedback we back and forth about you know explain you know what we were talking about you know with the you know very minor minor tweaks there's not a lot to pick on honestly with the vulcan but um you know, very minor tweaks. So, you know, that's why I say initially there may have been a few things, but as I as I step back and I think about it, yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't think it's certainly unlike any other show, uh, event, whatever that that I think I've been to in that in that regard. That you come home and it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty darn happy with that. I can't really can't really put my finger on any any type of a of a negative or you know a, a, a regret and I wished I had done this instead of that. Yeah, you know, and and, and you know we tend to forget we you know not to forget but you know we were outside for half an hour with media Rob, um, having us having a smoke and all of that and. That's the best because you have a one-on-one -on -one at that point. Um, having having that time and and, and it's it's cool when when you now have companies seeking out and, and yes, I understand that smoking is disgusting to some people and all that, but you'll quickly learn if you get into the creator world so, and you go to these big shows. Even if you don't smoke, you better go out to the smoking section because uh, so, that's where the yeah. magic happens. But when, when you start having people calling you and, and texting you saying, hey, when are you going to go smoke? Yeah. Um, you don't necessarily have to go and talk to them as much because you're already on that basis. And and you can we could call and text Rob anytime we wanted to. And so um, I was more interested in meeting some of the companies that I had never talked to or ever heard of before, you know. Right. 
so you know backstory on that the smoking with rob is I, I turned the corner day one and uh you were down i don't remember what booth you were in but you were down there talking to, to somebody Breek, yeah. maybe weren't you Breek arms maybe i was talking with Breek for a while but i don't know if that was and, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember but anyway so i, I walked by it and they're on the, the same jar aisle. heads at Breek. my buddy's jar heads at Breek. no that was that was um uh matterhorn never mind that was yeah, matterhorn, I was with Breek. yeah yeah Metador, so, Metador. Breek was Breek was just down the aisle from uh from yeah. Lionheart, but I turned the corner yeah. and and uh Rob, uh we'll call him Rob One, I guess. But anyway, yeah. uh <laughs> Rob C, I think it is, right? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, yeah. uh <laughs> Rob like, hey man, he's like, Yeah, uh I need a smoke. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> well, let's go. Well, let's like, go. He's like, We're straight. I was like, I don't know, but I can find him. And he's like, I don't, I don't have any smokes. And I'm like, well, I'm sure he does. I said, unless you want to smoke a pipe, his, I can't, his flight I can't was, you. Yeah. His flight was late. So he was literally just gotten there <laughs> and yeah. he didn't feel like asking the Uber to stop at a gas station. So, get smokes. He, yeah. get smokes. so he just went so straight I, to the show. So I trucked around a bad ghost. I'm like, Hey, Rob needs a smoke. <laughs> like, let's go. I got him. I got yeah, him. Let's, let's um, do it. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's one of the things that we talk about. I mean, um, there's just something about it. It seems like every show, like, and, and I hate to use the old, the old trope or whatever, like behind the high school gym, all the cool kids are hanging out smoking, you know, or <laughs> I hate to use that smoke because you're right. Smoking, I get it. It's disgusting. Okay. I got you. But yeah. there's something about the smoking section, man. I'm telling you. Like whether you smoke well, I think or not, like people you're drop out. your guard down. Uh, yeah. So you're, you're you're talking, you're, you know, you hear us talking about the B team with with Dead Air, and that was a couple years ago at, at Shot Show that yeah, where I were outside smoking, and uh, a guy from Dead Air had a Dead Air shirt on, but he had his badge turned backwards, and he said, "Oh, you work with Dead Air?" He goes, "Yeah, but I'm just the B team. I'm just the kind of guy that you know that needs something. I, I'll go get some coffee, or you know, I'm the runner or whatever." Like ah. You know, it was pretty cool working with him. It's like, oh, yeah. And then he just started telling stories. And he was truly one of the, the funniest people I've ever been around. And we're like, well, we're getting ready to go and meet up. We got a meeting with someone up there at Dead Air. And he's, oh, okay, well, we'll see you later. So we walk up there. Dead Air, I think it was over at Caesars or whatever. And we walk over to Dead Air. And they've got the TV station lights there or the, cameras the, the all over lights him. and cameras and all that <laughs> and the guy the b team guy that we we're talking to is being interviewed i'm like then we see his badge and it's the actual owner uh yeah of dead air and when we didn't we obviously knew who he was but i didn't know what he looked like and so he had his badge turned around for a reason he had his badge turned around <laughs> uh, every now and then but every from that point on like every time we see him what's up b team and he just he starts cracking we were at the media mixer there tonight in in in, in kansas and we said you know b team came out there and, we're, and, and people like look at us weird when we call him b team because you're talking to like a pretty well-known guy in, the, in this industry <laughs> and you're like b team i'm like it's inside joke and all that and then we said hey start telling some jokes and we, i said you know you should do a stand-up routine and he goes off on a stand-up routine and just had us just everyone just crying laughing out there but that's the kind of cool uh stuff in the, the smoking section people let their guard down a little bit they're they feel like they're away from the booth so they're not having to work and you actually can have a conversation uh it's also much more quiet than it is inside the show so um i mean whether or not you smoke or not i think that 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 the outdoor smoking section at shows and events are are a pretty important place to at least go and and witness every now and then because you never know who you're gonna meet and, and have a great conversation with never do so um yeah we've got to um yeah man yeah we got to move along we've got to uh get somebody out there in the audience i don't know who but somebody to pick our uh final topic of the night so for everybody out there hopefully you are caught up you are live um this segment going to be brought to you by our friends over at uh, Taurus and OMG uh, we'll uh, talk a little bit more about Taurus here in a second we're gonna draw this name though you've got uh, we'll give you a little bit of time to throw a topic out there for us and while we're waiting on that we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about Taurus so uh, let's spin the wheel what do you think let's do it no whammies no whammies 
No, well, there probably isn't, unless it picks you or I. Right. Observer, Observer one. One. So it's been a while since I've seen anything from Observer one in the chat. If you're out there, though, Observer one, uh, we'll give you, you know, 30 seconds to a minute, somewhere in that range. Give us a topic, please, out there. Any in the random chat. topic that won't get us kicked off Whatever, YouTube or the dude. podcast. Yeah. It can be food, it can be music, it can be movies, it can be TV, it can be pretty much, pretty It can be much Taylor TV. Swift dating Travis Kelsey, which I am sick of already. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know about all that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, Taurus, Heritage, Rossi. Speaking of yeah. Heritage, did you see yeah. that Heritage is doing lever actions now? I did not. No, please tell me more. Yeah, I can't tell you much more than that. Uh, working on no, getting my no. hands on one. I can tell you that much. but uh, <laughs> I'm sure you are. Uh, but uh, I've done a lot of work with Heritage in the past, and I'm hoping we've we sort of lost our really good media contact, unfortunately, with, we did. with uh, Taurus and Heritage and all that. Uh, thank God they sponsored the podcast before that happened, I guess. So, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, uh, we, got the, we got the money. That's all that matters. <laughs> Maybe that's why he did that because he knew he was leaving off. <laughs> it's good. Hey, uh, huh. well, if you yeah. done that, maybe maybe we should ask for more money in that instance. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. Um, we're gonna spin this again. I haven't heard yep. from Observer, so we're gonna spin this again. We can't waste all night, but uh, yeah, have uh, seen that. And then you know another thing that I think is really cool. I've got the uh, Gizzard Gary. Gizzard and, Gary. Um, Gizzard should be somewhere around out there. So He's Gizzard, always around somewhere. Uh, now, Gizzard could give us the topic of uh, best mixed drinks or, uh, you know, how many shots, shots does it take? You know, yeah. uh, um, there's no telling. But um, how, how, how to act in a casino in Kansas. How to pick up two chicks at one time. You know, uh, right. yeah, right. lots of topics yeah. Gizzard could come up with. Uh, got about 30 seconds, a minute, something like that, Giz. Uh, if you're out there, or we'll spin it again. Um, There's Jizzard Jerry out there. Come on. So, you know, another thing, and then I'll let you rip on Taurus and stuff, but another thing, yeah. uh, I tend to gravitate more to the heritage line, right? Yeah, And sure. um, so I've got the barkeep and the barkeep boot. And one of the complaints I've seen, uh, those videos do really well. One of the complaints that I see um, on that a lot is how they don't have the uh, the ejectors. And it's because the barrels are so short, right? And Gizzard did give us a topic. So as soon as we get through with this, we will move on. But um, the uh, there's not enough barrel length, right, to put the uh, the ejectors and stuff on there. And yeah. so you've got to, you know, use the little push tool to push the brass out, of course. And people don't like that. But uh, Heritage, and I didn't even realize this until, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so. They're actually making a three and a half inch now. Oh, well. rough, rough rider, which is just long enough to put that extractor in, which is, I think is really cool. It bridges, yeah. it bridges that gap, right? For the folks that sure. want as short as they can possibly go. Right. Um, it kind of bridges that gap of whether or not you have that, uh, ejector, which I think is pretty cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I started becoming a fan uh, a few years ago when I got the, the G3 and the, the G3, I thought, and I still think, uh, is, is a great, great, great option for a budget friendly handgun. Someone that's maybe new to guns. It's, it's a phenomenal gun. The GX4 has you know, taken it to higher levels. Uh, the GX4 carry now is um is really good and, and i i've shot it obviously it's not going to be something that i am looking for or I, I look forward to having one day as i probably won't but i will say that the um the tx22 is extremely popular and it, and it i've never heard anyone speak ill about the tx22 so um i don't know i know that you shot it probably as much as i have but you're more of a 22 lr connoisseur what do you think of the uh the tx22 from what your experience is mm, i've been asked that a bunch of times and i don't like it uh um, oh, really okay. i mean i think it's reliable i also think it's ugly uh, <laughs> yeah. um you know, I don't. I don't think it's a bad firearm, right? Um, yeah. But I have my opinions on a lot of different firearms that I just 
one reason or another just do not like. Uh, I don't trust, and I'll, I'll, one day I may be proven wrong, right? Yeah. One day I may wake up to it, but right now I don't. Uh, rim lock is an issue, and mm. going with a non-single stack magazine on rimmed cartridges, yeah. I, I've never understood why you would go that route. Um, you know, rim fire cartridges have all sorts of inherent issues, or rim fire firearms have all types of issues based off of the fact that they're firing rim fire ammunition. Yeah. And for the life of me, why companies play into and ignore, you know, the uh, those issues that the the common things that tend to go wrong because it's it's rim fire. Uh, it's sure. beyond me, and having a and I get you out there. You're like, oh well, I want more than ten rounds, and blah blah blah. Okay, well I get it. Well maybe go shoot a nine millimeter, or go shoot something else. Um, that would be my suggestion of that. There's a reason that ten rounds was like the limit for so long. Um, it's because of the cartridge. It has nothing to do with technology. Couldn't right. develop a double stack or something or something like that, right? Um, right? And I'll give you a good example of of a similar issue um, is when you get into the semi-auto world with uh, 22 Magnum and 17 HMR. There's been very, very, very few successful, uh, quote-unquote, successful attempts, right, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a combination of a couple things, pressures being one, of course, with that, yeah, uh, yeah. but also feeding, you know, that cartridge is, is another issue. So, um, yeah, I'm not a fan. It, like I said, that's a, it's more of a personal thing than it is hate on the farm itself, right? Um, so yeah, that's that's where I stand. But uh, yeah, if you if you if you like it, I, I think it could be a it could be a decent little uh, fun handgun for you for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary did come up with a topic. He said, "What is our favorite uh, our favorite?" Um, memory or time or you know saturday night was an interesting but uh, what was our favorite favorite moment, moment saturday, night? saturday night at the casino that was the uh, kansas star casino and the kansas star casino we kind of took over this one section uh for every night for a few nights uh now i want to say this i know he says our, our favorite moment from saturday night at the casino i want to start this conversation by telling you my least favorite moment of the entire weekend Saturday it happened Saturday night, not at the casino. I'm a big fan of live music, and we had a media mixer. I saw the worst, the worst, the worst house band in the history of house bands. Bad um, karaoke would have been better. Terrible karaoke. It got yeah. to the point where yeah, at least seriously. half the crowd ended up outside, whether they smoked or not, and we started having our conversations out there. It was bad, really, 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 really bad. Uh, favorite night, a favorite moment of Saturday night. Uh, I got to meet uh, Lil instead of Lil Wayne. I got to little meet meet Lil Winona. Uh, that was kind of fun. I, you know, there's not one moment for me. It was just it was a really great night. Uh, hanging out with a bunch of friends. Uh, we got to get a couple friends of ours a little tipsy that uh, usually don't do that. So we got to have fun with that. Uh, honestly, it was just being there with everybody and, and, and everyone just really having a great time together as friends. So um, the best night was watching Sarge, Sarge, OB, and, and John arguing over something that was so meaningless, you know? They were. Oh, they, oh, he's right. He is right. Yes, he is. So I, Chase, I was going to say, Chase out there has one in the, in the chat, but I. I'm not gonna yeah. read it for the. Uh, I will. I'll, I'll say the last part. Uh, the bathroom acoustics. Uh, oh, we were yeah. not. We were not aware that where the yes. tables that we kind of confiscated every night, when you walked into the bathroom, it amplified and you could hear everything that we were saying all weekend apparently, and uh, maybe that's why we got some interesting looks from people. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I can narrow it down. I think I can narrow it down to one, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, preface mine or whatever too, uh, just by addressing Gizzard and going that that you know I love you, um, 
So don't get butt hurt over what I was about to say. <laughs> but Gizzard is like a, a jovial scamp, right? Like he he's really laid back, go with the flow, like not causing any trouble. Like, you know what I mean? You know. Until he gets a couple drinks or, or nine drinks in him. So, so to hear this come out of Gizzard's mouth, I nearly <laughs> fell out of my chair. Don't want to song to snob. And it, oh my God! And this, this, this was for me was the best part of the night. It's a part I'll always remember. Uh, it completely changed my perception, at least what at least what Gizzard was capable of doing. And I wish he would do this like in real life and not have to have a bunch of liquor in him to do it. Yeah. But so he's sitting there and he's had what uh, seven, eight, nine. Seven, I don't eight, even nine. know. Long Island iced teas. Who knows Just how many shots? Shot, you know. Yeah. And he's sipping on a Long Island iced tea over there. And Snob says, uh, of course, he rode in with Snob and Sergeant Noxious. Snob's like, uh, yeah, we got to go. It's time to go. And Gizzard looks him square in the eye. And he goes, F you. I'm not finished with my drink. <laughs> <laughs> and he was very adamant about the F you. Very <laughs> adamant about it. And I like, I did. I did. It's all I could do not to fall out of my chair. I like hearing no, that was... come from Gizzard's mouth. And, and there's fantastic. the look on his face, and more importantly, the look on Snob's face when he said it was yeah. priceless. It was absolutely no, it was priceless. So yeah, it um, was it was awesome. That, that was a good one. <laughs> so uh, yeah, thanks for that, Gizzard, and uh, I'll well that and for bringing it up tonight too. But um, yeah, that was a whole show on TriggerCon. <laughs> How about that? Wow. Miss Hot shout out there it says Ghost Clover. Hello, fellas. What was your favorite memory with your mom and dad? That's going to take a lot more than what we have time left. Um, well, we can absolutely answer if, uh, you know, there, well, this is not the last Ghost in Clover. So, no, come in a couple of weeks and maybe you guys could we win the, 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 random topic and you can ask that for us yeah because this is not an ask us anything this is a yeah. random viewer gets to pick a uh, pick a topic because we do have time constraints on this one unfortunately but uh maybe we should do some either separately or together or something do some ask anything stuff uh, yeah. at some point maybe sure yeah yeah um <laughs> uh, so let's close this one down, I guess, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, what you got going on this week? You got anything going on with podcasts or videos? I know we both got a video coming up tomorrow morning, but other than that, we do. Um, so yeah, I got man, a ton of video obligations, right? We know that, so yeah, right. that's definitely coming down the line. As far as the podcast, I'm trying to think, Dirt with Kids Safe Foundation, uh, will be uh, the guest on the podcast on Wednesday. Uh, okay. We'll find out what all new stuff he's up to, if he's written any more legislation or, you know, what all's going on. Um, and then uh, Amy Dillon uh, scheduled for Thursday. Nice. So uh, for those that are not familiar with Amy, uh, doing a lot of two-way work, uh, you know, doing some competitive shooting, and uh, she's a little bit of everything. Um, so, yeah, learn a little bit more about, uh, about Derek, about Amy, about, the organizations they're with and all the cool stuff they're doing on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So try to think if there's anything Ooh. else. I can't think of anything. Nice. No, I hear you. I uh, hear you. Uh, we've got um, Dave from Trigon coming on the Armed Citizen podcast Tuesday night. Ooh, more Trigon. Uh, well, this will be interesting because we'll be talking to someone who's behind the scenes and running it. I'd like to know, you know, some of the ins and outs of how to run something like that. It kind of interesting conversation. Uh, we talk about the media side of these shows all the time and these events, but we don't really talk to people that actually put them on. So it'd be kind of interesting to see how they did all of that. Uh, and then obviously we'll be telling him not to hire that band ever again at the bar. Um, just give him some criticism or our, our, our positive uh, and feedback and constructive criticism. Uh, obviously got video coming out tomorrow on the new item from EAA and Gerson. I the think item. Saturday, um, I think Saturday I've got, uh, what I think is actually the best rifle stock that has ever been created. Um, 
the video on that coming out. It is truly incredible. I've had an absolute blast working with it. Does that video become dropping this later on this week? I'm not going to give any more away than that. Just be on the lookout. It's the best rifle stock ever created, in my opinion. Um, if, if if I could give a five-gear rating on gear report, I would. But, you know, Jeff won't allow that. So it had to, it's probably going to have to be like a four-and-a-half <laughs> gear. But four and there's half. no such thing as yeah. a perfect one. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Got to love Jeff. Gotta love Jeff, but uh, no, you guys. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming out here and watching this live. For the people that were out here live, a great conversation. If you're watching this in replay or listening in podcast form, we invite you to come and join the live discussion. You could not only just have fun hanging out with people, but you could also be part of it and may get chosen to do the the random topic, the last segment. But uh, um, thanks for like Clover said earlier. Thanks for supporting myself and Clover through Patreon. Uh, YouTube channel memberships, affiliate links, Amazon, or just showing up to shows like this and hanging out with this and, and, and telling your friends and, and sharing this and just being part of of what we do on a weekly basis and all that. We do truly appreciate that. Uh, anything else you want to bring up, Clove? Uh, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Nice beaver. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Maybe some topic ideas, all that stuff. Thank you for supporting my channel, Ghost Tactical, and Clover's channel, Clover Tech. And thank you for supporting our sponsors as well. Make sure to go check out both our websites, ghosttactical.us and clovertech.com. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.